Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The Volume. All right, guys, it's the most, no, it is the most wonderful time of the year, but it ain't Christmas just yet, so you don't get your boys singing with you. It's the NFL season, and we got football. I'm loving every single week of it. And once again, I've partnered up with the DraftKings Sportsbook to give all new customers a great offer. Bet $5 or more on any game this weekend, and we'll give you $200 in bonus bets instantly. Everybody's an expert at everything. Now you have an opportunity to show it at the DraftKings Sportsbook. And guys, we ain't stopping there. Every week in October, you can take advantage of one of our great offers. So go right now to the DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet $5 or more on any game this weekend, and we'll give you $200 in bonus bets instantly. All you got to do, use my promo code DCTV. Bet $5 or more and get $200 in bonus bets instantly at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Guys, it's easy. DCTV, bet five or more and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Hey, the DraftKings Sportsbook is where it's at. Because you know what? We got a crown. Crown's yours. Let's go. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. And if you're in New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text 467 467- 369 in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit bcpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire Seven days after issuance, eligibility and deposit restrictions do apply. What's up, guys? Welcome to the second episode of Cormier's Corner. You got me, DC. Again, top left, you got my cousin, Terry. Military, also works at the Orange County Sheriff's Department. He is the man. You guys got to meet him last week. He made me cut that out last week. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm going back to it. He's like, why, man? Somebody going to show up to my job. Bottom left, you got Craig. Y'all know Craig. Played bas- played football in college. Has some really interesting takes. Has more enemies in mixed martial arts today 
as of week two. And on the bottom right, my nephew Jamel played college basketball, has very strong opinions. There are people that agree with him. And there are people that are really pissed off by him and on. It looked like you got a brand new shirt on. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. We casual, baby. Let's go, man. I'm casual. I'm representing represent, represent all the casuals out there, baby. Let's go, man. The casual fan on. Let's go, baby. Casual. Hey, Craig, hey, I've been to hey, I've been to plenty of events, but I'm still a casual. Yeah, you casual. You casual. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Craig, you got a haircut look like. It looks yeah, like you know, since I'm an expert now, I have to come back and show up like I'm an expert, you know. So got Lace. An haircut. Lace, I wonder what is that Mexican flag? What does that symbolize? <laughs> hey, I gotta keep it real, man. I live in a house, my wife's Mexican, so I yeah. gotta support, man. I gotta show love. And I I'm love not that. that far from the border, so like hey. I love that, Lace. Yeah. I love that. And Jamel, when you got up earlier, bro. What kind of chair you sitting on, man? Look like a where you got that chair from you? WrestleMania, <laughs> baby. Let's go. Hey, but I got two of them things somehow. Don't ask Terry. me how I got it, but I got two. <laughs> <laughs> Terry said that's the chairs we were stealing from the wrestling. I had one seat. <laughs> I, I had to correct myself because it's not stealing. It was just like we rightfully acquired those chairs. <laughs> we rightfully acquired eight chairs. <laughs> <laughs> but we paid for the tickets, so they're our chance. <laughs> Actually, we didn't pay for the tickets. Terry, as you said, your wife yeah, is yeah. Mexican. You're representing Mexico, like the Mexican flag behind you. I live in Gilroy, so I'm surrounded by many people, Hispanic people. So first topic today, guys, we just had the Noche UFC event on Mexican Independence Day. Rousing success for the UFC. Canelo Alvarez was one of the great Mexican boxers generally would fight on that weekend. He said that he was very proud of Alexa Grasso and all the Mexican fighters that fought on that day. But come next year, he will be trying to get that date again. Keep in mind, fellas, the UFC got that date because they were number two. They were second in line for hosting an event on Mexican Independence Day at T-Mobile. Canelo said, I'm going to fight later. He just beat Jamel Charlo over the weekend. He didn't want the date. It moved to the UFC. Now, the UFC says they want to make this a yearly thing. Canelo says he wants the date back, even going so far as to say, I'm not afraid to go the same night as the UFC. So my question to y'all is, UFC, boxing's on. What y'all watching? Like, Terry, what are you watching? Man, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm going to, and I hate to say this, man, because I'm a boxing guy. But <laughs> I'm putting the UFC on first. If they do another Noche UFC, I'm putting that on first. I might have boxing on the side on the computer, depending on who's fighting, what type of matchups, but the UFC just makes better quality matchups. So I think I'm going to go Noche UFC. Go ahead, Craig. Uh, unfortunately, I'm a, a, a different take on it. I'm going to go boxing all the way. Uh, when really? you think about it, yeah, when you think about it, man, it's just the purest in the whole form of everything, man. And if Canelo's fighting, you know all the eyes are going to be drawn to old cinnamon. So we're going to watch boxing. We're going we gonna to lock in. We're going to watch Canelo take on whoever he decides to put in the ring and, and roll boxing. Go ahead, Jamel. I really don't be, I don't believe you being honest, Mo. <laughs> I don't believe you being honest, bro. Because, <laughs> hey, because I didn't watch. I like Canelo. But the last few fights I watched at Canelo, dog, I changed that shit right back to the UFC. <laughs> I am not lying. 
Hey, it is not the same, bro. It's not the same. Listen, um, if they both on, if they both on them, if they both on line on, them, it depends who boxing and who's fighting. <laughs> so yeah, watch. yeah. So we 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 keeping it real with that. But, but I'm they, saying we know yeah, if the biggest Canelo name that day. But the biggest name in boxing is Canelo Alvarez, right? So you're essentially weighing Canelo Alvarez versus whoever the UFC got on that night. But Noche UFC had Alexa Grasso and Valentina Shevchenko for the second time. An amazing fight, an amazing fight card. So, Jamel, tasked with that. Alexa Grasso, Valentina Shevchenko, or Canelo Alvarez, who are you watching? That's the question. Hey, let me be honest with you. If those two fights is on, I'm watching it at Buffalo Wild Wings because they both on, baby. <laughs> they, they both going to be on at the same time. They're going to be on at the same time. I'm telling you right now, I'm watching both. Bro, watch both, don't. But but I may pay more attention to UFC. On I'm not even gonna really. Lie. Yes, I, I mean I like I like Canelo, on, but it has to be a good matchup, right? It has to be a good matchup for me to be focused because it's not very exciting no more. Jamel Charlo, what y'all saw last week? He from Cancro. He from Cancro, Louisiana, born. Yeah, like he's a Louisiana boy too, man. So I I wanted him to pull it off, but I just knew it was like an impossible task. Like him coming up from, from 154 to 168, I just knew he wouldn't have the power to hurt Canelo. But it, that, it's reasons like that why I'm going to watch the UFC because they're just not putting on the matchups that I want to see. I want to see fucking Benavidez versus Canelo. Then yeah. I'm tuning on to boxing all day. So it's all in the matchup. It's all in the matchups. But when I when I was in that arena on, you know, at, on Mexican Independence Day, bruh, the crowd was absolutely fantastic. And then I started to kind of think about it, right? I was like, I know that I've seen some great boxers fight on this day. So we got some stats. Guys, I got to read them a little bit because I want you to know I paid attention. But look, they started doing this in 1991. And that was when Don King set up Julio Cesar Chavez and he fought Lonnie Smith. Terry, you're probably the only one that will remember that. But dog, from 91 to 95, Chavez fought every year. Chavez fought. Hector Camacho, he fought Pernell Whitaker, he fought Meldrick Taylor, and he fought David Kamal. Dog, think about the names, though, Terry. If you are fighting or they're fighting, if you got Canelo fighting that level of competition, you're always watching the boxing fight. But I think the problem is the boxing fights aren't what they were back then, so it makes it easier to flip to the UFC. But, bro, when we were in that arena, it was crazy. It felt like I was in Mexico City, and I wonder, did y'all get that same feel when y'all was watching off the TV screen? Bro, they gave no Mexican flags. All those flags were people that brought that in to the arena. Nobody got that for free, Terry. And that's that's the greatest fan base in combat sports, at least for boxing. So now it's starting to transition into MMA. So you're starting to see that in MMA and the UFC, whereas like the Mexican fighters are being represented, so the fan base is coming with them. So, mm -hmm. like, that whole history of Mexican boxers being, like, the greatest warriors are starting to transition to UFC and MMA fighters becoming seen in the same way. So, that's why you're seeing that rabid fan base. And I fell in love with, like, Eric Morales and Marco Antonio Barrera. People like that made me fall in love with boxing, right? So, I understand. Yeah. It's that blood and guts warrior spirit oh, that, warrior that the Mexican himself. fighters fight with. But who... When you think about that as a Mexican athlete today in the UFC, who that who pops off the page to y'all in regards to who's that guy or that woman that can lead the UFC into the next? Because y'all remember when Cain Velasquez was the champ, right? Although he was born in the U.S., he's first generation, 
He had the brown pride tattoo. You knew who was the Mexican fighter in the UFC to watch. Who do you think it is now in the UFC, Craig? Honestly, I didn't think about this before, but like in the last maybe year and a half, I'm starting to feel like Yair Rodriguez is that guy. Um, you know, even really though he just flashed. got, but even though he just got beat by Volk, it don't but matter. He, he got beat by Volk, but he got beat by Volk. You know, yeah. Volk was just putting it on him. He wasn't putting him away. Yair was still there. So he was showing that Mexican heart or that Mexican pride that everybody is accustomed to seeing Mexican fighters. I didn't think that was Yair Rodriguez earlier on until seeing him go through these last two fights and seeing him scrap his tail off. I think Yair Rodriguez, because of his striking and his flashy ability, but now with his toughness, I think it's Yair. What about you, Uncle? I got to go with Brandon, baby. I got to go That's with the what baby I was assassin, thinking. Though. That's the I guy gotta I go was with thinking, the baby bro. Assassin, though. Not only does he bang and super skilled, he got swag on. He be, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, he be out there, he be out there swagging, baby. That's that's who I'm tuning into. I love Yair too. Yair super skilled, explosive, but I gotta go with the baby assassin. We talk about Mexico. Hey, when he won that belt, you seen the shift. It was yeah, a big shift. Bro, it was yeah, a I mean, big shift. Terry talking about the everywhere. fan base. Like, dude, the next day they had a mural built to this boy yep. in his hometown. Yeah. They painted that overnight. I got to go with the baby assassin, Doug. Hey, hey Nugget, Nugget, Daniel, I know y'all caught, I caught flack for this when you and Stipe had y'all show, but um, somebody picked Brandon to be the best on that show. Hmm. Wait, when? When? What? You What's gotta you? clarify that, bro. Oh, yeah, you tried. Oh, so he was the 16th seed. Oh, no, he wasn't on my show. Hey, he cut off. Stipe wasn't on my show. Stipe was on, he was the 16th seed, but he wasn't on my season. It was somebody else. Craig on some bullshit. And I'm glad it's actually ideal <laughs> that it should get <laughs> they want hey, to call he, him cash. Craig, Craig robot right hey, now. Hey, I don't Craig, know what Craig said, say. but he didn't throw. Mo, hey, you're a robot right you now. You freezing, bro. Craig? You freezing, save your life. Because they're about to call you casual. Because it wasn't me and Stipe's season whenever Brandon Moreno was on. I had them other dudes. Stipe, Brandon was the 16th seed. And you probably did call me to tell me he was the man. But it wasn't my season of the ultimate fighter. But guys, before we move on, listen to some of these greats that I fought on Mexican Independence Day. Because I think that certain people kind of miss it. They don't understand the importance of how big a weekend that is for fight sports, right? You had Oscar De La Hoya. He fought Trinidad. Mosley fought De La Hoya. You had Juan Manuel Marquez against Casa Mayor. You had Floyd Mayweather fighting Victor Ortiz. Then he fought Canelo. And then you had Canelo and uh, Triple G, Gennady Golovkin. Everybody races to that weekend. So my question, the last one before we go forward. When... The UFC and Canelo both next year apply to get this. Who's getting it? Because Noche UFC was a success. They had a million unique viewers on ESPN+. Plus, Bro, a million new people went to ESPN+. Plus. So the UFC tapped into an, a, a brand new and uh, uh, a brand new set of fans, right? More Mexican people went to ESPN+, Plus than they ever did. But the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, every time Canelo fights there, it does really well. Last night you saw it. Or on over the weekend you saw it. So who gets the date? Does it go back to Canelo if he wants to be number one? 
Or do you think the UFC now today is the number? It's obviously the number one show in Vegas. But does it take Canelo's date? So Canelo, Canelo would have to fight again Terrence Crawford or Benavidez for him to get that date, for it to be relevant, or just have like an extremely good card down the line. Because the the thing with UFC is like they can put on 12 fights that I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna watch all 12. I'm a boxing don't do, guy. Boxing don't do big boxing no. don't do fight cars that go all the way down. I'm a boxing guy, but there's usually only two fights that's right. Other than that, they're just bringing people up. So it's just like you have, that's where UFC wins with me. And that's where I think they probably would get that date because it's more of an exciting show all around for hours instead of just waiting for that one fight at 10 o'clock at night. You know, Bro, they had these jerseys in there. They had these green, white and red jerseys and it said Noche UFC. It was a baseball jersey, bro. I wanted one so bad that every time I tried to go get one from the concourse, they were sold out, bro. I went to the products department. I was like, guys, please give me a Noche UFC jersey. They said, DC, when we put some back up, we'll pull one. By the time I made it back up to the concourse to get it, sold out again. Every five minutes, bro, every five minutes, they were selling out of this baseball jersey. It said Noche UFC. It looked like it was a tattoo on the back, and it was red, white, and green. These people were going absolutely crazy. It was one of the best fight cards that I've seen, and the Mexican fighters showed out. And when the Mexican fighters won, it was so loud. I don't think I've ever heard a place louder than when uh, Kane was fought in Mexico City and he came out of the curtain to defend his championship against Fabricio Verdun. It really was a phenomenal night then. And it was a phenomenal night last time we fought over Mexican Independence Day because that crowd was absolutely amazing. Guys, we talk about fighting. And one of the things that I like the most about fighting is it is it really is the only thing that most of the world thinks that they can do. You can trick yourself into thinking you're a good football player. You can trick yourself into thinking you're a good basketball player. But you know in your heart, you can't play football or basketball, but everybody in the world believes they can beat someone. But everybody in the world does not believe they can beat the world heavyweight champion. James Johnson said this in regards to a fight with John Jones. I think the scary thing, because we're big athletes, it's like, okay, JJ can move how you move, and he's 6'8". Right. That's the scary part, like, where, okay, he can do everything you do, and he's 6'8". Like, that's where the, the big difference comes in yeah and the opposite is he started learning how to use your hands and your feet what after college like i've been punching and kicking since i was five six years old so like Ooh. the same thing for me though is the opposite for him because he's been wrestling for that long learning yeah, yeah, yeah. wrestling moves and things like that for that long for me you know what i mean i started learning a wrestling game and all that in middle school the jujitsu you know he has a big advantage there because no one wants to get on the floor but as long as i can keep him from going on the floor i win all right. <laughs> so James Johnson said that with a year of training, he could beat John Jones and become the heavyweight champion of the world. He said that he's been doing karate and stuff since he was a kid. Said he's 7-0 and in pro MMA, and he had 20 kickboxing fights. I've never seen anything. I went down the rabbit hole to try to find those fights. I can't find those fights. James Johnson was the first-round draft pick in the NBA. He says he can beat the man. Can you just decide that you can beat a heavyweight champion in the world? I mean, 
Jamel, is he out of his fucking mind? Or or do you think this guy really believes that in a year he can beat John Jones? Listen, he's out of his fucking mind for this take. (laughs) Anything else, I don't know. I can only judge off of what you just played me, right? I don't know him. He's a basketball guy. I want to take off him, but he is out of his mind. You can't. You can train your whole life for something. You can you can beat somebody in the UFC, but you're not beating John Jones in the UFC. Though. <laughs> you just can't train for one year. You can't train for one year and just say, "Hey, I'm beating John Jones." That's not how it happened. To stay to say, if I could just stay off the ground, you know how many people thought they could just stay off the ground with John Jones? It, it doesn't happen. Hey, listen, no, listen. I didn't like John Jones, but I have to be respectful and I have to say, John Jones is an amazing talent. Right, I inherited your beef with John Jones because I, whoever you had beef with, I had beef with. <laughs> hey, when we was in that lobby, I thought it was go time. But listen, he not beating, he not beating John Jones though. But um, I, what I about you? I can tell you who he can beat on. Who? Tony Ferguson. <laughs> oh, Jamel, don't do that. Jamel, don't do that. Stop. 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 <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I quit. I quit. Don't I do quit. that. Don't do that. Listen, don't do man, that. Don't do that. Hey, I really, I just was trolling. I, I was just trolling. Man. I'm trolling. That, I'm trolling. I got my casual shirts on. I got to get that's a casual, casual take today. But Tony listen, nah. you up. He, he out his mind, though. He is oh, out of oh. his mind, though. Go he ahead, Craig. Go ahead, Craig. Hey, Daniel, bro. You said you went and searched and looked for like something on those seven uh, MMA fights. fights and all that, right? You know yeah. why you can find them? Why? Because they in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> My dog went to Mexico, bro. Look, I watched Rocky. When Rocky was fighting them church halls and stuff like that, I remember that little line Rocky going. They took hey, they took a down his creek to Mexico to get him a couple oh, of wins. Oh, my, <laughs> my dog went and fight a couple fights while he was in Mexico. Got them dubs up real quick. They don't have no video oh, yeah. on that shit because it's not sanctioned. So, and ball made the reason you can't find it because he made that shit up in his mind. That <laughs> ball did not fight twenty. That's thirty fights, bro. He's saying he has thirty fights, Terry. He's saying he's got twenty M- kickboxing fights and he's got seven MMA fights. But he ultimately believes that the reason he can beat John Jones is because he's six eight. How in the world do you believe? That just height is the determining factor. If that was the case, then Stephen Struve would be the world champion. He's 6'11". I'm going to just go with an old adage that I heard growing up. Like, size ain't shit, bro. Like, that <laughs> is just it's as simple as that. Yeah. yeah, just like, even like when you're looking at a, a thing where he's talking about he did karate for however long. Dude might be a bad boy against uh, an average NBA player or whoever he bullies around in the league. But when you put him in there with somebody like John Jones trained to kill, bro. Like, he's not point point kicking and like they can't even really hit each other hard it's a foul right like if they hit each other too hard so you can't tell me that that boy is combat ready to get in there with one of the greatest that ever been in there and then you got me defending john jones like jamel said like i don't even like doing that hey listen listen t listen t my beef my beef is gone uncle's is retired i ain't got no more beef yeah you know what i'm saying my right. beef is but gone but yeah, you gotta keep it real. Like you gotta crazy. keep it real. John Jones, he's not yeah. beating John Jones, right? No, but he does have a black belt. He does. But you have can't. A black belt. That's what he you said. Can't, you can't tell me he better than a Cyril Gone. Like, like for in his mind, I'm saying, like, 
Bro, yeah, because that's the thing, right? Cyril Gahn's a fantastic kickboxer. He's better than him. Way better than him. You know what Cyril Gahn said? What? Cyril Gahn said, if I can keep him from taking me down, I'm going to win. He couldn't take it down. I think they took Cyril Gunn down in seven seconds, dog. Oh, yeah. Does Cyril Gunn <laughs> look surprised? Hey, hey, by one term, dog, you know what Cyril Gunn had in that fight? What? Chin balls. You're oh, choking him. <laughs> dog, you're choking that's, that's like, that's a very... To the that ball, was, no, that was a very... But, that, but that's a great point, right? Cyril Gunn is training wrestling for a really long time. He's a super high-level kickboxer, and when he can stand... He can beat all the best fighters in the world. Cyril Gaon was an interim champion. Cyril Gaon was undefeated. Cyril Gaon did so many great things to work his way into that title fight with John Jones. And when he fought that Jones, was- that one area was so much better than what he expected that it wasn't competitive. So for this guy that played in the NBA to say, I've been doing kickboxing and striking for you know however long it's been, it's crazy. But then you know what, you know what also makes the, it's like one of the biggest points that I like to make. It goes back to this. When Terrence Crawford is a guy that boxed his whole life, right? Errol Spence started in high school. When they boxed each other, you literally could just see the difference between a guy that had done it his whole life and a guy that was like trained from an older age. He didn't have those like instincts that Terrence Crawford has. So it's even in that, me and Mo. You guys remember when me and Mo used to wrestle competitively? Like, Mo would get lost in scrambles and stuff, and I would take him down and beat him. But that's because I started wrestling when I was a kid. He didn't start wrestling until he was a freshman in high school. So no matter how good he got, he didn't develop those natural instincts that come from when you're a kid and you learn the sport. So even if James Johnson, or isn't yeah, James Johnson is able to wrestle for a while, and he's been kicking and striking for a while. You can't say I started doing jujitsu in, in in middle school, and and it'll suffice because Jones been wrestling since he was five years old. It's hard to make up that that gap, and I think that he's underestimating what can happen in there. I promise you guys. When I was wrestling, I used to always think to myself, I could be the world champion. I always thought I can go. When Chuck Liddell and them dudes was the best, I was like, I could beat them dudes. But then the moment I went in there and I started fighting with them dudes in the gym, I was like. This is way different than I thought. Like, they're just better. Experience. They're literally just better. Experience. That experience in the years. John Jones has so many fights. He has so much training hours, so many fights. It There's no way you can do a year of that. <laughs> right? A year of that and think you can go straight to the top. It doesn't happen like that. It, man. Was hard for me to, it was hard for me to take him down. If me and John Jones had on wrestling shoes and we just bent over at the waist, I would beat him. But in a mixed martial arts fight wrestling, it was hard for me to take him down. It's Imagine levels, what would happen with that dude. It's levels. It, it, hey. It's really levels. There's elite in the UFC. There's good in the There's really good in the But it's just levels, right? It's well, just levels. The you problem. straight to the top of the mountain. The problem is Ryan Hollins was the person that's interviewing him. He gassed right. him. I'm looking right at that stuff like, <laughs> ouch, Ryan, like, Ryan gassing him. He's like, you know, with that size, we out here, you know what I'm saying? Hey, bro. He ain't yeah, reeling him in. This interview gonna do numbers. He like this interview about to do numbers. I'm gonna get him. Hey, he had the big fish on that hook. <laughs> oh yeah, he got the boy. Believe him. Got him. Got him. Come here. Got him. <laughs> oh, that's crazy, dog.
<laughs> I think the moment would just be too big for him too. Like that's one. That's another thing that they underestimate is like putting them in that cage with all those people around, those rabid MMA fans, and you just stand across from somebody that's ready to do you in. It's like there's no way he's his anxiety level is gonna stay up for that. Yeah, like, that's yeah. nerve wracking for the greatest of of MMA oh, fighters. Yeah. Bro, they could have zero people in there and he still has no chance. It's not even true. That's an added bonus, you know. Hey, yeah, the yeah. Only hey, bro. Judge, the only thing I could judge James Johnson up is all the almost fights he had in, in um NBA game. <laughs> yeah. He has a lot of almost fights in the game. John Jones has a lot of fights, bro. Yeah, a lot man. of fights. You can't judge an almost fight, bro. Hey, how do you <laughs> tell you how many times the winner in the almost fights, though? That's the question. Almost fights. Man, I can't tell you how many times I would think in there, like, man, how in the world did I get here? And I remember y'all telling me how nervous y'all would get before I fought. That's something we're going to touch on next time we uh we get back on the show. Fellas, we 25 minutes in. How fast does time go whenever we're doing this? shit flies, don't it? It goes quick, man. And I listen. hope you're enjoying it, man. I hope y'all enjoying doing this because, like I said last week, it's some of the funnest things that I do in all of my YouTube, TV, and everything else. Guys, thank y'all for the support. We appreciate it. Every week, we're going to just talk like this. It might not be as appropriate. They might not be as appropriate. Or they might not feel or sound like the people that normally talk about the sport. But don't you want to talk to guys that talk about fighting just like you? That's exactly what I'm bringing to you. Until next time, like, subscribe. Tell your friend to tell a friend that DC's got a YouTube channel. And now I'm taking you in the Cormier's Corner every single week. Thank you for the support. I love and appreciate every one of you. Until next time, peace. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.